Welcome to Health System CIO's podcast interview with Chris Aykroyd, CIO at Children's Health. In part two, Aykroyd talks about the critical role relationships play when taking on a new position, especially within the same organization, how his team is tiering work to more effectively utilize those in senior roles and increase satisfaction, and why he believes technical knowledge is becoming less important for leaders. We'll get to our interview in a moment, but first, a brief word from our sponsor. Your organization doesn't compromise on patient care, so why compromise on the endpoints you deploy? iGEL is the ultimate operating system for healthcare organizations using VDI, DAS, or SAS. And we're offering a free laptop on which to experience iGEL's no compromise OS. Just visit iGEL.com slash why compromise. So can you talk about for you what it was like to make that transition and from chief digital and technology officer to CIO? One advantage is uh, the familiarity with the organization. So I knew the politics, I knew the people, uh, I knew the teams. So that made it easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the same breath, though, it, it made it a little bit more of a challenge, too, of taking on some of the teams within my group that had not reported to me directly before. Mm-hmm. And so really from there, it was it was just building those relationships and empowering the people that are there. I got I have strong leaders that know their subject and know their, their areas well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really for me, it was casting the vision and getting everybody aligned to that and supporting the changes that have gone through, which has been amazing to see. I think, like I said, a lot of the the catalyst behind that was the the existing relationships and and knowing people that made that transition um, straightforward. Yeah. What was it about the CIO role that appealed to you? Well, um, leading this organization in our next evolution of technology and, and partnership with the business. I saw a big opportunity uh, to really change how we partner and mm-hmm. grow uh, children through its next evolution as we um, prepare to, to really increase our brand recognition and, and the volume of the kids that we support here in the North Texas area. Mm-hmm. So an immense amount of opportunity. The information services group was primed and ready for, for the change and for the uh, adaptation to, to where we're going. So that was pretty exciting to get behind some of the, the things that we've got planned and uh, or currently in, uh, embarking on. Yeah. And you also have experience in some other industries as well. And I would imagine that that can be beneficial too, just seeing some of the different worlds, although healthcare is its own <laughs> complex animal. But do you think it was somewhat helpful having a background that also included other industries? I think so. I mean, it definitely gives you flavor for there's a lot of similarities, I would say, that organizations struggle with. But there's also some uniqueness that, uh, that you can bring forward, that I was able to bring forward. And, you know, for example, how telecommunications supports and provides resiliency. And then, you know, the financial side around regulatory and, and having those commonalities there of the highly regulated uh, business. Mm-hmm. So definitely a lot of corollaries and um, some uniqueness that you're able to draw on and, and recognize that, you know, you're not alone in this fight. Yeah. And I would think that within pediatrics, there probably has to be really a lot of emphasis on the mission. And is that something that you really try to use to your advantage when it comes to staffing, recruiting, retaining, and, you know, some of these, these challenging issues? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is our leg up. I mean, we're a not-for-profit, so it's, it's hard for us sometimes to compete on salaries, but the mission is something that is mm-hmm. untouchable, making life better for children. Yeah. And um, we have some very dedicated and long-term employees that it's just hard not to become part of.
part of that and part of that culture. It's it's doing through the organization, so it is extremely helpful. Yeah. And along those lines, what are you trying to do just as far as competing with other organizations, other industries? Um, you said before it's been a challenge, which is, of course, what we're hearing everywhere. But um, what else has kind of been your approach to that? Are you trying to do things like offer flexibility? We are. Um, like most everybody else, we did remote work when uh, the pandemic set in, and that's something we're going to rethink. Mm-hmm. We've heard that loud and clear through our employees and even through the recruiting market that um, people are looking for that flexibility of being able to, to work and live uh, anywhere. Yeah. So we have, we, we diversified our, our area, our region that we hire in, and um, continuing to work on that to be able to expand out of Texas. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going to be key for us to be able to hire out of state talent as well. Yeah. But, you know, having a, having a strong, confident leadership group, too, of how we get the job done, it gives us a lot of autonomy to our, uh, our employees that we, um, we definitely take advantage of. Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to uh, the individuals who are ready for, you know, next steps, what do you think, especially now, are like the important criteria that you look for in an individual? Look for the strategic mindset, number one. And, you know, can I think strategically in the future and grasp the vision and execute on it? Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking for humble people that, um, that love others and want to lead others. So, you know, can you, can you be a servant leader, support your team, and really get engaged about growing others and not feel threatened about others who grow around you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's, that's the organic part of this that's so good to see, as you see people continue to blossom and grow in their roles. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And it's interesting because, you know, we've really seen kind of an evolution in, in what people consider to be the most important qualities, especially in a field like IT and security, and it's, it's been an interesting evolution. Yeah, it really has. Where we are today, it's, it's less about sometimes, especially at the more senior level, less about your technical knowledge and more, or your body of knowledge, and more about how you partner, mm-hmm. get engaged in operations, having you understand the problem at a, at a level, think, think broadly about a solution, not just think technically about a solution. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of organizations really are trying to move towards being agile, but while still having uh, you know some kind of uh, structured. Just wanted to kind of get your approach on on how you view that. You know, sticking to certain guidelines, but really being able to uh, pivot when needed. That's I think that's something we're working through more and more. Is how how are you flexible with the organization when they when you're needed, and you know, and, and some lessons learned that. Um, with that, you know, we've learned some caution is um, who all needs to prove its time off on things. Uh, mm-hmm. The highly complex organization, very matrixed, and you know, so making sure that you got the right authority making the decision before you run off and do something. Um, that's a part of our governance structure is you know, there's a few steps to make sure that the proper vetting has been done. Um, but we've got we got the resource teams that are that are flexible when needed. A lot of our work is still in a waterfall fashion, but uh, agile structures, agile teams are existing there. We, we've done a really good job over the past six months of starting to get better at tiering our work, mm-hmm. uh, meaning that uh, increasing the, the entry-level tiers of our organization to do more, document better, better documentation internally that we can hand down, and it allows us to take more of our C 
senior talent and make their, their daily lives and jobs more meaningful. They're not doing the mundane tasks now. They're doing the more strategic things. So it's, it's allowing me to put deeper minds on problems that need attention to really get to a good a good solution versus constantly putting out fires. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a really common theme um, and something that's certainly a challenge for, for a lot of leaders. But all in all, are you pretty optimistic about like where the industry is going despite the challenges like staffing? I am. I think, I think this is um, a great time to be doing what we're doing. There's a lot of great minds of organizations like ours that are, that are growing and uh, taking advantage of the opportunities that are out there. And, you know, the pediatric space, we have a great peer group of other pediatric hospitals and we're constantly sharing ideas and I would say that's one of the unique things about healthcare is mm-hmm. that you know while some may be competitive and we've got competitors in our market but we still it's still about the patient and it's still about um, outcomes and, and you know all of us tied to admission so it's, it's really nice to see when we come together and support each other so yeah, I see a lot of great things in my organization a lot of great things in other organizations and we're, it's, we're on a good path yeah well, I think that's a pretty good uh, place to wrap up I want to thank you again for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.